Welcome to Finding Our Fucking Way. This is episode number 16, and we are so glad that you're here. I am Lydia Romero Johnson, and here is Francesca. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. So we are so happy that you are joining us once again. If it's your first time, welcome. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. So back to our um, regularly scheduled program. Yes. That. Yeah, so if you haven't had a chance in April, we were all about autism, so check it out um, if you'd like to take a listen. Yes. So yeah, so we are talking about something that is kind of trending right now, mm-hmm. right? I guess so we would say it's yes. kind of trending. Um, because I had a couple people um, texting me about it or uh, letting me know that it's, you know, mm-hmm. showing is the uh, Brene Brown mm-hmm. special on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is called, what was it called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> called a Courage. <laughs> that. Um, and... Um, I, you know, I knew it was coming out. I think you told me it was mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. out. And then my friend texted me. He's like, you have to see it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, I got to watch it. Yep. And that was our homework for the week. Yep. So we can discuss today. Yes. So, spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, if yeah. If you don't want to hear this yet. <laughs> yes. Go so watch it and then come back and play. Yes. And then play if that's how you want to do it. Either way, it's up to you. And um, like you said or mentioned it to me before, if you're really familiar with her, you kind of know where yeah, it's going. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it wouldn't be much of a spoiler alert. Right, but, right. But anyway, watch her first and then you can listen to this. Exactly. Uh, but I happened, I just watched it um, and uh, while I was at work, <laughs> which was actually pretty good because... Um, she was actually funny. Oh yeah, I always love her. Um, yeah, her delivery. She has a really good delivery, and I am always in awe of the way she just never loses her train of thought. Yes, I always feel like, oh damn, I would like to go and speak in front of people one day, but I feel like I'm gonna lose my my brain. Yeah. so ADD. Yeah, I'm like so. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know, and I'm like, <laughs> and it doesn't look like she's memorize anything right no it's like just naturally she she, probably had like bullet points yeah and then and maybe the slides that she has a couple of them kind of guide her but i do admire the way she just now i had to confess something that i just thought about (laughs) i need to say and i'm sorry to Brené brown and i'm sorry (laughs) to the other person but i thought i always thought for the longest time Mm -hmm. that she was the one that wrote eat pray love Elizabeth Gilbert wrote yes. that. <laughs> For some reason. And in, in the, the couple times that she would oh, that's funny. talk about her books, I was like, why she doesn't mention that one book? Oh, that's so funny. That Julia Roberts was but in But they it. don't look alike. <laughs> no, it wasn't even, I didn't even know. It was just kind of hearing about her Yeah, I didn't or... know how both looked like. Oh, okay. It was just, I got completely confused, which I don't know why. But um, I, I really like that movie. That's why. No, that uh, was a good movie. Yeah, but uh, then I figured it out. I was like, oh, hello, it's two different people. Oh, that's another one. We could talk about her books yes. and stuff one day, too. Yes, okay, good. Because <laughs> her good. book, um, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. I just Googled her. Oh, Something God, Big Magic, Big Magic. Oh, magic. <laughs> that's the book. So, yeah, there's E Pray Love. There's a couple other books, but Big Magic is a big one. Oh, oh yeah, good stuff. Creative flow, all that. Okay, good. Okay, we're then digressing I'm going to have to um, <laughs> go to the library yeah. and get it. Um, taking um, notes. Yeah. But um, no, no, I hear you on that. If, okay. If, if you kind of have seen Brene before, yes. are you familiar with her work, 
then, you know, this wouldn't be a big aha to you, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I still appreciate it. I've been following her for a couple years and read three of her books probably. And I show her vulnerability TED Talk at work. It's been probably a whole lot of times. So I had like, it's wired. Yes. And, you know what I mean? Um, but I still thought it was really good. And there were a couple nuggets in it that I felt were like, oh, I needed that. Uh, you know, yeah. like even though I was yeah familiar. Yeah, me and, too. And, and honestly, like I feel like when you're on a journey of self-development or you're going to be trying to practice vulnerability and shame, all uh-huh. that shit. Or you want to try something new. Yeah, <laughs> like you got to keep hearing this stuff. Yes. It's almost like this is almost like taking a bath every day. Yes. To kind of like, you know, give yourself that thing to... Mm-hmm. Okay, keep it going. <laughs> you are so right. Because actually, I was um, watching it slash listening to it <laughs> in, uh, at work. It actually made me feel nice, better. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like you, exactly like you said. I already knew um, where where does she go, where her stuff mm-hmm. is based on. But it actually, it, it's like a good thing to do, mm-hmm. I think, every other day or as much as you can. Exactly. Put those videos, read those phrases, or listen to that stuff that actually, even though you already listened to it so many times, yes. it kind of gives you that push. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because to me, that's just kind of like a reminder mm-hmm. to be very mindful and intentional of the things that you consume and take in, mm-hmm. you know, like. The stuff that you read and you listen to and you watch on TV and all those things and how they make you feel and how Mm -hmm. you feel after them. So being intentional, having that time and space and also too, just kind of like in the self-development slash even entrepreneurial kind of community, it's kind of like that time of reading or learning or personal development or whatever. That's like worked into the schedule Mm -hmm. because it's just so necessary. Like if you're going to work on goals and you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to do all those things, like you need that. That's like almost part of like... Your supplements. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like taking yes. your vitamins. Yes. To kind of go ahead mm-hmm. and like keep going on the journey. You have to incorporate it in your day somehow. Mm-hmm. Which in my case, the goal will be, again, <laughs> doing it in the mornings. Right. Like um, like what Mel Robbins, you know, always talks about her morning routine and all that that I'm trying to work on. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe if I, you know. Wake up early enough just to listen yeah. to a piece of something, mm-hmm. read a piece of something. It, has, it doesn't have to be an hour long. Mm-hmm. As long as if you catch the main points of something that can give you a little push for yes. the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Especially when you're, you know, I mean, Brene Brown's talking about vulnerability and shame. Mm-hmm. That's like heavy stuff. So if you're on a journey where you're looking to like kind of break through and kind of navigate some of those things, you're yes. going to need all the different supports and inspiration and bits along the way yeah <laughs> yeah and actually this is i think our journey mm-hmm. that we're yeah, doing finding that our right fucking now. way like exactly that's why i think it's yeah it's fitting for us to be talking about this and Brene brown's work and mm-hmm. all of that because it it totally fits into finding slash navigating yes your own way yes exactly and putting yourself out there which I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I post all the stuff all the time. I mean, I'm talking about stuff that I never talk about with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe my therapist. But <laughs> just the fact of saying that I have a therapist, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. me putting myself up there, which it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. good. Well, 
saying that, yeah, I mean, absolutely, that's huge. But also, like, thinking about Brene, how she talked about, I think when I first watched her TED Talk, The Power of Vulnerability. Yes. And she said, oh, my research led me to realize... Yeah, uh-huh. to realize that the way that to live was with vulnerability. Yes. And she was totally wired the opposite way. And mm-hmm. she's like, and that led to a breakdown. Yes. You know, like her having to go see a therapist. So here's this expert. And I think that was another thing I appreciated about the the, the Netflix. Okay. Uh, Brene Brown show was that it. she's not doing it perfectly. Yes. She's not doing any of it perfectly. Yes. And she's sharing those bits. Yeah. Of yeah. where she's not. And it's huge. Yes. For someone to say, hey, I'm the vulnerability shame expert. I know. And here I am feeling shame about this. Or here's what makes mm-hmm. me vulnerable. Here's what it looks like. Yeah. And I love the conversation she has with her husband. Yes. So, okay. So the special yeah, Fran- star. Francesca has some notes. Look at me <laughs> taking notes. Oh, my gosh. Such a grown-up. Okay. So, um, yeah. First of all, what I thought it was, she talks about. Mainly everything is the fear of being criticized yeah. by other people, yeah. right? And um, when she starts and she talks about her tech talk and yeah. then going and reading all the comments yes, from, oh yes, my gosh, yes. I think... Yeah, some they're harsh, man. I don't I don't understand people. I mean, seriously, I, I, I really don't because... It's not only her. There's other people that I follow in general and Instagram. And sometimes they say, oh, I don't care what, you know, other people say or or the trolls comment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I read those comments. I mean, why would other people say that about somebody? I don't understand. It doesn't process. My brain cannot process that. Right. That, like, same thing. Maybe um, sometime or somebody might listen to this and might comment, I don't know, this big mm. with an accent, mm-hmm. you should not be in this country, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why? Mm-hmm. Like, is that making you, I mean, if it makes them feel better, mm-hmm. good for them, <laughs> you know, but I don't understand. You I don't, don't, yeah, you I, don't, they don't know her, they don't know me, they right. don't know people. Yep. So what, I, I, that's the thing. It's hard to digest. It is. It, it is. is. But, no, I, I've seen so many yeah. terrible comments, especially if you look at, like, political stuff or whatever. Anyway, like, it gets really, really bad fast. And, yeah, like, people telling people to kill themselves or to do things I like know. that. Like, I don't understand where, where that, that comes is. from. So I guess, you know, I mean. I don't know. I think that's just pure evil. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, that's a deep phrase, but yes. I think it is. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. It's unfortunate. Um, But... Then she, you know, um, talked about, like, well, she was really sad and all that she did and watched um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Downtown Abbey and, <laughs> yeah. and all that. But I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, yes. she had to go yes. through that yep. so she could find yes! the phrase that she found that brought her up. Right. right, and that was another thing, too. So that's where she's, like, sharing, oh, guess what? I still feel vulnerable I still feel Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of emotions come up with things just because I'm a researcher or an expert in this doesn't mean that I'm guarded from these feelings and emotions so that was a like lesson but like you said she was like she started to numb if you guys Mm -hmm. watch the power of vulnerability she talks about we don't want to feel vulnerable so what we do is numb 
the way we numb is maybe we shop, maybe we drink, maybe we eat, maybe we whatever. Eat you know, drink. TV too much, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she basically was like, I numbed out on TV, right? Yes, and peanut butter. And then she said, um, the, after. Uh, because she started then after Googling <laughs> where the heck is Abby or who are the cast, what's the cast of downtown. And then she come up, came up with the question who was the president during the that downtown time. Abbey times and then the mr roosevelt roosevelt, roosevelt. the way okay. she said it though she said roosevelt roosevelt, roosevelt? Uh, i know i was like wait i, I would I'm, say roosevelt is it roosevelt <laughs> uh tony right or toby I don't know. I'm not for Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> Theo. <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I just sounded so ignorant right no. now. I'm sorry. I wasn't raised here. <laughs> that is my excuse forever until I go somewhere else. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, him. So she came up with this. I mean, no. No. She actually she found. found this phrase and that's what brought everything else after so just seeing that you have to go through the eh and the ugly so you yes. can see the the what is the it? message the light. or the silver yeah, lining the light at the end the of the tunnel or, yeah. yeah um i i really liked it when i saw uh, this is a parenthesis that it was like an hour and 20 minutes uh-huh. i was like shit mm-hmm. i lo- i mean i can watch right. two hour movies but it's because i was at work and all the time. i'm like no. i don't know how i'm gonna do it right um it actually went so fast i'm like right. why is it about Over. to finish yeah, exactly <laughs> um well let me ask you can you relate to that feeling or the thing that she did where she was like numbing in the tv and then after going further to like research and then getting the aha uh-huh. Um, not in such a deep level. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I haven't found my, I think I've, I've had many aha moments mm-hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, ideas. Right. Okay. Right. I have inspirations, ideas gotcha. and blah, blah, blah. But I still haven't mm. had that because I haven't put anything in action. Okay. I think. Okay. That's why I'm I, I'm I'm trying to find the way to tap the into that way <laughs> to yeah tap into everything and get it done. Yeah. Ideas I have a million. But how about like to me that was kind of like a download in a sense, like a aha or a connection. So it's like each like she said she said life before that and then life after that. Yes. Was different. Yes. So it's kind uh, of like that helped make I a shift. I haven't had that yet. Okay. No, I okay. don't. I don't. I don't think, um, I don't know if it's my mental state or, Uh I I don't know. But I I feel like I haven't had it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully I will. Yeah. (laughs) Um, How about you? Have you had it? Yeah. Yes? I I can relate to that. I feel like it's kind of like, so remember I was telling you, I feel like right now I'm in a uh, kind of stage. Like, I don't know. It just feels like things are on a lower key right now in Mm -hmm. a sense. And... I'm kind of looking for a little bit more clarity or like there's going to be a level up. So I feel like before there's like that next stage or that thing, it's mm-hmm. kind of like I know something's coming, but I don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be like download, you yeah. know, or it'll be that thing. So it could be like me listening to, you know, Oprah or something. And, and I call it like sometimes maybe that thing speaks to me. So mm-hmm. whether it's something speaking to me 
or a download or something like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. But it like gets a hit and it gets kind of like programmed. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it's kind yes. of like programmed. It's like okay, next step. Um, I so might guide, get, guide I might another. get the download. I just don't. I stop there. Mm -hmm. And it's probably what she talks about, which is the fear mm -hmm. of basically doing it. Okay, okay. But I, I've been there. Yeah, totally. So I and I mean, and still, again, I'm not doing yeah. any of this perfectly. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just the fear of something. Mm -hmm. Um, like for example, um, I mean, I think it relates, but I don't know. <laughs> so I told you I went to the, uh, tattoo convention, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically I wanted to go there to see if I can get a tattoo on my scar. Oh, The okay. one that I have yeah. in the chest. Right. So my point was going there. Right. To, um see if somebody will do like a little tattoo on top of it uh -huh. so instead of just showing my scar uh -huh. i just show if they're gonna look there look at the tattoo right, right, right. so whenever i asked an artist they were like well yeah a couple said no maybe the the skin is not gonna take it some mm. others said yeah no problem and then some others said mainly most of them said yeah that's fine but it's gonna have to be big because mm. you want to cover it completely so it has to be and i'm not talking my scar is not that little uh right. it's not huge but it's not that little so it is very noticeable so um if i was gonna get a tattoo on top it had to be bigger than my scar and i wasn't sure about that yeah right absolutely so okay you know i just took business cards and i was like yeah i'll think about it i'll shoot you an email blah 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 and then I saw my therapist actually yesterday for the last time. Oh, that's why she's, she's leaving. She's moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, good for her. She wants. She's doing whatever she wants to do. Um, but uh, I told her that, and then I was like, "But you know what? Maybe I should just instead of maybe then being like, oh, why did I get this? It's so huge. I don't mm -hmm. like it.' Because you cannot erase that exactly. just like anything." Right. Um, I'm just going to try to just embrace my scar. Yeah, I love it. And 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 but it was the fear of me people looking at my scar mm -hmm. that I wanted to cover it. Mm. And then my therapist said like, "Well, that's that what that's what makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. That scar is part of what and who you are." And I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that uh -huh. because Sean has told me the same thing too, mm -hmm. you know, but you need that constant reminder for some freaking reason I cannot record it in my brain <laughs> that this is part of who I am. This is um, what tells a little bit of my story, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, I think that the last episode, I do want to start a challenge when I'm going to start showing my scar mark, which I haven't started <laughs> because I'm still fighting with it. Right. It's not like, oh, yeah, I said I'm going to do this, uh -huh. and I'm not starting it because I'm scared. Yeah. Um, I've been living with it for so many years, and people's looks and questions, and, you know, it gets tiring. I'm like, yeah, I had a surgery when I was little, blah, uh -huh, blah, blah. Uh -huh. um, but you know what? Mm -hmm. I need to start. Mm -hmm. So once I start that, I think a lot of stuff is going to start moving along with it. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds something so simple and ridiculous, like a scar, but... 
people that have little things like that know. Like, just that feeling mm-hmm. of no wanting to show it and mm-hmm. avoid looks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you just need to... Like you said, judgments and questions. And yes. All kinds of stuff. And yeah. all that. Absolutely. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. You're welcome. I know. <laughs> I mean, because I think, again, so many people can relate to that. And I could just see, like, when you're ready to do the challenge, how helpful it's going to be for so many yeah. people. And I think that... Um, I think it's going to be really, really, really yes. good. Um, but it makes me think, too, like, you know, for me having lupus, and it is Lupus Awareness Month, um, oh, you know, yay. part of lupus can be rashes. And when I was younger, I had the rash, like, almost all over my whole body. Mm-hmm. And it was really bad. And so it would be summertime, hot as hell, and I'm fully dressed. You yes. know what I mean? As a young kid. Yes. Because I was embarrassed and didn't want mm-hmm. it to be seen and all mm-hmm. those things. And that stuff, you know. That weighs heavy. Yeah, it does. On you, and, and you are worried about judgment and this and yeah. that. And, you know, yeah. it basically, like Brene talks about, like, will will I belong? Yes. Will I connect? Will yes. I be accepted? Like, all those things that were, like, humanly, like, that's the wiring mm-hmm. And that's that we what have. she talks, that belonging is not the same thing as fitting, fitting in. in. Yeah, that one, that one hit me, too, because yeah. her other talk, her TED Talk, she hadn't, she used the word belonging, you know, made the connection between connection and belonging and, mm-hmm. and all, which was great. But the fitting in part mm-hmm. that she threw into this one. Yes. That was really good. What, what you got from it? I just got from, you know, the combination, like belonging was more being your authentic self, yeah. was being who you truly are. Yes. Versus fitting in is trying to fit the mold. Yes. Of what you think you're supposed to be yeah. and kind of the expectation. Yes. And I see that, you know, definitely have been there. And, you know, again, I don't think we're, any of us are doing this perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, and I could see it a lot with my patients too. It's kind of like, oh, well, the expectation of my parents or, yeah. or my college friends or at school or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So to fit in is like, okay, maybe you are dressing like other people or maybe you're, Eating the same foods as other people or, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of different things. But maybe that's not what in you your want. wiring and mm-hmm. what you really, really want to be doing. Yes. Yes. So that's it's what I got to. Yeah. So it was kind of just that call to action. Yeah. To be true to who you really are. Yeah. To what you really want to do. To how you really want to show yeah. up and show yeah. yourself. Yeah. No matter how it looks. Not try to fit in in the group so you are accepted and not criticized and blah, blah, blah. Right. To protect yourself. Yes. Right. So yes. it's kind of like if I have this bag, if I dress this way, if I talk this way and all this stuff, they'll accept me. Mm-hmm. I'll fit in. But really, I mean, it's almost like putting a mask in a sense. If it's not genuinely what's you. Yes. You know, yes. if you're doing it for the expectation and what you think mm-hmm. others want to see versus what's your natural yes. thing. In my case right now, that's expressing on, um, well, I'm working on my personal stuff, right? But with me, it's expressing on the um, motherhood side. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I talked to my therapist about that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was, um, I, I'm going to be completely honest mm-hmm. here. Um, I, I wasn't, and I haven't been feeling, you know, the, the Mother's Day thing mm-hmm. 
for a while, e even now. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, it's not that I don't want to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. It's just I don't think it's that important. Okay. Um, because I think deep inside, I don't think I'm the mother that I'm supposed, quote unquote, air quotes, I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So what is to celebrate for me? Mm -hmm. I'm not happy the way that I'm mothering, <laughs> parenting, mm -hmm. you know, which is sad, but it's because it's part of not accepting the truly way that I am. Mm -hmm. So what my therapist said is like, well, why you just don't accept that you, that is the kind of mom, whatever the kind that you are, that's the kind that you are. Right, right. Period. That's right. the kind of mother that you are, and that's fine. Right, right. That's enough. Yeah. You you don't have to be like. <laughs> it makes me want to get all teary eyed. No. <laughs> like the other moms. Right, okay. and that's the thing to yes. to then try to fit in with what the other moms. Yes. Are doing. Yes. Or have or say or you know. Yes. Yes. So. So yeah, so actually, after I left um, her office, I was like, I'm going to start repeating that to myself. Mm. This is the kind of mom that I am, and that's fine. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. I My kids it. are healthy. Mm -hmm. They have food. Mm -hmm. They have clothes. They have clean clothes. <laughs> they have clean dishes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Mine don't right? have clean clothes and clean dishes. Damn. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> no. They, I mean, they're they're fine. Right. I, I, am I neglecting them? No. Mm -hmm. Am I abusing them? No. I mean, they, they need their spanking once no. in a while. But I don't do that anyway. <laughs> um, but so it, it is. I mean, it's been taking me forever, mm -hmm. and I'm still working on that. And mm -hmm. it's it's. I know for some people, it's something so simple and, and natural that mm. you know naturally you you're a mom and you naturally do the things mm -hmm. that you need to do but yeah. in my case it didn't come like that mm. so mm -hmm. I just need to accept and that I don't I don't need to fit in with other mom this is the mom that I am Woo, girl. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's mm -hmm. that's my my view that's on that. huge I mean so how does it feel to kind of like say that and, and out loud declare that yeah um it actually deep inside it it has helped that yeah that's it's actually helping me right. realize that yeah this is who I am there's other moms that there that I wish I could be but I'm not I'm mm -hmm. not like that mm -hmm. I I I could maybe try to take some um, things from them, mm -hmm. but saying it out loud is like, yeah, shit, I am this way, mm -hmm. you like it or not, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, my people is, you know, fine, my, my group is fine, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, perfectly, you know, whatever, yeah. I don't know, I, I'm lacking in words right now, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's fine. Yeah. It's just fine. Same thing with my scar. It's my scar is there, so right. I can I, I can put makeup on it once in a while, but it gets so tiring because mm -hmm. the freaking makeup wraps on everything. Right. You know, my clothes ends up with makeup. The seat belt and the yeah. car ends up with makeup because it's right on that mm -hmm. spot. You know. Yeah. Um. So I just I just need to do what I'm preaching. Mm -hmm. Right. Take action. Take action on what what I'm preaching and um, just 
you know. Absolutely. Fuck it. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. And definitely please keep us in, in the loop as to how, you know, because to me that sounds like a level of acceptance. So it's kind of like when we're really aware of where we are and then we have a level of acceptance, then it's like, oh, wow. Oh, so much more. We're open to so much more mm-hmm. to then say, okay, because we get out of that struggle of judgment in a sense because then you're just stuck there judging it analyzing it playing it you know what i mean thinking feeling shitty about it or whatever like all these different things versus like okay here's what's going on here's how it is and okay how do i decide to move yes forward exactly you know that was another thing too it just made me think um of something she said in the um netflix um special special was waking up and deciding Yes. You know, and that's like a big theme too, kind of in the self-development world, like deciding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, deciding to be vulnerable, decide, her thing was deciding to live with courage. Yes. You know, or to be brave, yes. even though it's scary, even though yeah. there's risk, even though all these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like. And it's not hmm. going to take one one day no. or one speech that you hear. No. I mean, you you have to put the work and just keep listening and listening and working on it and working. Practicing. On it, which I have to accept. I mean, I haven't been doing every day. Mm-hmm. And I should. I should. And I and now that I'm... Be mindful with shoulds. <laughs> I know. I know. When I'm going to carry do, a lot of weight. <laughs> I know. No, I, I'm going to try to, like, you know, maybe write it down put it somewhere mm-hmm. so I can remember to repeat phrases to myself mm-hmm. that will help me mm-hmm. eventually to get to the point that I want to get. Right. Um, but yeah, just working on it, practice, waking up, and it, it's hard. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting tired of oh, thinking about I it. I mean, not for nothing. <laughs> let's, just, let's just be real here. Like the Brene Brown, vulnerability, shame, uh, courage, all those things, like she said, People want to numb. They don't want to feel this shit. Yeah. This is work. This is, is inside out work. And a lot of people aren't even ready. Like when I bring this uh, vulnerability up and at work, like half the people are like, don't even bring that shit over here. You know, like <laughs> stop it. You know, and uh-huh. I ask them what their feelings about vulnerability and all. And it's like weakness and scary and this and that and trauma and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. But, you know, when you look at how she is sharing, well, ultimately, how it's that thing for connection and joy and creativity. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it. to me, I find it's worth the work. Yeah. Again, it's not done perfectly. I'm totally not doing vulnerability perfectly mm-hmm. by any means, and I know that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's, for me, definitely worth the practice. Yes. Worth the practice versus living the life of intentionally numbing. Mm-hmm. To not have to deal with any of this. Yes. True. Yay! Uh, What else did she talk about? Let's see. My beautiful notes. (laughs) Oh, we were talking about the the Uh, joy joy. part. Yeah. Joy part, which um, um, I thought... It kind of came together with anxiety, but you're you what you were trying to explain me that yeah um, we kind of looked at it I guess a little differently yes I think we did yeah. you go okay first. um when so, she talk about joy yeah so mm-hmm. she talks about joy and I've heard her talk about it a couple different times so maybe that was kind of like why you know my take on it uh, but she talks about gratitude being a promoter of joy mm-hmm. and then she also talks about like moments where we're like let's say you have kids and you're like staring at your kids and they're sleeping and you're like oh my gosh I love you so much and everything and then you get that 
woof, that yeah. wave of holy shit, something's happened to them. Mm-hmm. And I've totally had that. Like yeah. with my kids, like looking at them, like, oh my God, I love it. you know, mm-hmm. and then think about what if, God forbid, they were in an accident or, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, and then you get like, and you're like, I don't want to feel this, you yeah. know, like yeah. kind of mm-hmm. that, um, that feeling. And she kind of calls it like, I think it's for, foreboding joy. Um, that is just like something that we do. And you, when you had mentioned it, it was kind of like, it was brought up like it was anxiety. Yes. You know, but I, that's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh-huh. and it's scary. And, and again, I don't know, you know, um, what's like the right answer to it, but it's definitely a fear level that comes up with it. But I just, to me, it, it sounds like something that happens along with some of those, um, moments of joy Mm -hmm. for some people. Um, but I don't think it's like anxiety as a whole. Like I start thinking of anxiety and maybe me, I'm just kind of thinking of like an anxiety disorder or kind of like, you know, like it's yeah. not that constant state. It's like okay. those little moments of it and then yeah. we're able to, you know, can then kind of keep on going from it. But um, but it also like when I we were talking about it before, it made me think of Gay Hendrix. Oh, yeah. In The Big Leap. So there's this book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendrix and he talks about upper limiting. And with that, it kind of is similar. It's almost like we can't have but so much good before we either make up a story or have something kind of come in Mm because we're just so uncomfortable with the good. The good. Mm -hmm. In a sense, which is like, why would that make any sense? I know. But (laughs) it's like we're wired to to expect something bad Bad to to happen. happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Brene was talking about. She was like, you know, you're looking at the kids and then you get this thought and then, you know, she used the example of uh, someone who's single who maybe doesn't have kids. Oh, my house is good. My health is good. My this is good. Oh, shit. What's coming next? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, then you're kind of looking for it. So absolutely, yeah. it can be because like if someone has like generalized anxiety disorder, then yeah, I mean, almost their everyday wiring is probably mm-hmm. going to be something like that, mm-hmm. like looking for that. But I think yeah. something about the way she was kind of describing it was a okay. little different than it being that overall general anxiety state Uh, if that makes sense but if you guys want to chime in you let us know (laughs) i mean Um, to me it what uh, it i mean okay now i'm bubbling again (laughs) (laughs) um to me Mm -hmm. it was like some stuff that gives you anxiety so yeah i don't have generalized anxiety but i'm always getting anxious about stuff Oh, you mean like certain situations yes, or things? or things that I'm thinking about like, um, oh my God, my kids are going on a field trip and then I start getting a little like, you know, breathing hard because the bus might get mm-hmm, into an accident mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're going to crash or um, I don't know, when I call, try to call Sean and he doesn't answer, I'm Right away thinking like, oh my gosh, maybe he had a car accident. Right. And he, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I hear what you're saying. But mm-hmm. I think with the way she's pitching it is kind of like you think of the good, right? Okay. So you're not, you're having all these good feelings and moments and thoughts. So it's not just that, like anxiety. You okay. have that really good focus. And then that wave of something comes in and consumes because it's like, oh, I can't feel this good. Okay. Or, you know, so it's kind of different in a sense unless you're having like the really good all that stuff feeling beforehand or is it just more the anxiety Um, do you see what i'm saying i think so (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i know i I know where you're where you're going yes um like you like the feeling of when she said i'm gonna go meet oprah 
Yeah, it shouldn't be right. This, like something bad is gonna happen to me because I'm gonna freaking go and meet right. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I know. It's kind of like, like my thought could be, oh, by the time I like pay off all my debt in my house, holy shit, I might I like get hit by a car it, or something. What like, is gonna happen? Like, <laughs> yes. Now, is that kind of like what I told you a little bit ago about about um, expecting? Or, or I don't want to wait until something bad happens for me to realize that I have to do better in my life. Mm-hmm. Like like what I said, um, or I mentioned it to you before, um, like, oh my gosh, okay, my life is like this, I'm working on it, I'm trying to find my way, I'm trying, 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 but I don't want something really bad to happen in order for me to be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I have, I don't know, cancer. I'm going to die in six months. Now I am putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't care about mm-hmm. what people say. I, You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm... Do you think that, like, if something like that happened, like, do you kind of almost fantasize about something like that? Like, oh, well, if this happened, then, yes. I, then I know I would have that superpower. I think because you know I mean? I've seen so many videos. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I found out that whatever, right. I had whatever illness, I uh, have only a year, whatever, and I'm leaving or whatever, yep. and I don't care what other people say. Yep. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, there is something to that. Because I like, for me, it was always kind of like that story of, you know, how like you, it's graduation season, right? Mm-hmm. And you go to a college graduation and sh- someone's sharing their story of oh, adversity yeah. and mm-hmm. how hard things were. And then they were able to turn around. And I think in my mind, I kind of picked up some, like I've always liked the underdog, but with that always comes like that adversity. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of buying in, like there has to be some of that yes. struggle or that thing that's kind of really big to then get the motivation to yes. come up and all that. But I don't want that. But you don't want that, but no. it's still kind of like, Thinking about that. I mean, not in the sickness level, but maybe something bad that will, like, slap me on the face and, like, okay, now you have to get your shit together and start working on whatever you want to work. But it shouldn't be like that. I hear you. Right? Yeah. I should just keep working on it, like we keep saying, practicing it, listening to whatever inspires me and just start working on it. Mm But I... uh, then that's when my brain gets all confused. <laughs> and okay, I need a Xanax. Okay, what's no. your thing? <laughs> now, um, also when she talks about the stuff with her husband, which part? The, uh, lake? the lake. The lake. And all that. Um, that both, was really good too. Yeah. Now, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but she's talking about the uh, vulner- vulnerability uh-huh. of men, right? Um, I mean, I think she's just talking about vulnerability in general, but definitely like with May, her, her relationship, I got kind of like a big relationship okay. focus. Because in that. when she said usually oh, the, expect- mm-hmm. the expectation of men is to be strong, right? They cannot be scared. They cannot have anxiety. They mm-hmm. cannot, you know, be all shaky and stuff. So they are allowed to be vulnerable. Absolutely. They, they need to feel that, like be open. Yes. They're Freaking humans, you humans. know? Human beings. Humans. I mean, we all humans have <laughs> shit. Stuff everywhere. I know. It doesn't matter if you're men, men or women yeah. or something Whatever in between. You are. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's something that I actually would like to work with 
um, Sean. Yeah. But he's probably going to listen to this. Right, he's, right, he like, <laughs> he's like, why is she talking about me now? <laughs> right. Um, but just because in general, men are always supposed to be all strong, strong. and yeah. not cry. And, yeah. Well, the cry part, I don't know, because there's men that really cry with a lot of movies, but be strong <laughs> right. and, and they don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. They don't have anxiety, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But they do. Absolutely. They just need to um, show it more. Yeah. And, and we, as women, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, and as a society, it's kind of like maybe lead by example and also open that space. Mm-hmm. But again, too, there's a, a shit ton of women who are struggling with the same thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I liked and I caught it, I think my brain was a little slower to process it after when she was talking about the lake and that whole story and dynamic of what they were talking about. Like she was trying to call him out on his kind of disconnect from her. Yes. Need or, yeah. or what she was trying to communicate. Yes. But ultimately, and I thought this was really good, was because he was having his own internal vulnerability and struggle. Mm-hmm. So if you guys, once you watch the episode or if you have, you'll know what I'm talking about. But, yeah. you know, how he was actually struggling with something that was bothering him. Because he had a nightmare about his the children drowning right. and dying in the lake. Yeah, and his ability to help them yes. and, you know, and be there and show up and yes. be strong and all this stuff. And, and she was trying to connect with him on a just relationship kind of heartfelt moment. Uh-huh. And she felt dismissed because he was distracted yes. because he was consumed by his fear yes. and vulnerability. Yes. So that was pretty interesting yes. too, because how many times too, everybody's got their own shit going on. <laughs> I know. You know, I and know. we think like, you know, we internalize something so personally, make up stories and mm-hmm. that's what she said. Like, I'm making yeah. up this story. Yeah. You know, oh, like he thinks that, that this I'm, is mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. My first thought, my first story will be, oh, shit, he's cheating on me. Right. Like, right. Yeah, that's what she, first thing right. I will think. Yeah. And then she, okay. she said her first story was like, oh, God, if we're going to get divorced, uh-huh. you know, like if he wants to divorce me kind of thing. And then his brain was like in a completely different space in his own fear and yes. vulnerability. So I think that was a big, another uh-huh. Yes. Kind Actually, of, yeah, that know. was really good. Yeah. yeah. Just be open that, like you said, everybody has their own shit going on in their minds. Um, Sean is probably like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know the shit I'm thinking? I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really like that. Um, and, and I like, yeah, when she said, you know, that it has to be, I wanted him to see me mm-hmm. or, or something in those lines. Um, I know I said that too. Sean too. I was like, see me, I need a pension. <laughs> but uh, that's something else. <laughs> that's all my uh, my uh, last kid complex or younger. <laughs> I don't know how you call that. Uh, the baby complex. Oh, you're the baby. <laughs> um, then also, oh, that's a different. So you're the baby. I'm the oldest. You are? I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I mean, I just saw a picture of your brother and he doesn't look younger than you. Oh. Oh, no, yeah. he's younger. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. That's nice. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I am the youngest. Yeah. So okay. I'm the spoiled one. Well, maybe we'll talk about birth order one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. And all the things that come along with that. Yes. I never did anything wrong. <laughs> How many are you guys again? Three. Three. Yeah, we're three yeah, also. you're three, too. And yep. you're the only girl. Yep. And you're the oldest yep. one. And no, it's my sister and I. But I'm the, I'm the youngest <laughs> the baby. one. After... Um, 
uh, 11 year gap. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, huge. No, we're so, all four, four, and four. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. No, we. I was extremely planned. Mm-hmm. They wanted to have a ne- another baby, and that's when I came. Gotcha. But um, yeah. So that was uh, an accident. Oh. No. <laughs> I know you love me, mom. <laughs> no. Yeah, just like my two out of my three kids. <laughs> yeah, because Gio was the only plant, uh, the the oldest one. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, where were we? I know, yeah, right? We digress. Right. Okay, focus. Um, yeah, uh, one of the things that I wrote too was the um, pay attention to ordinary moments. Yeah. Not like not to focus. Yes. On like the big things yeah. just the little things I think that things. made me tear up a little bit oh I know what was that can you remember I don't remember the example that I she know, gave I know me neither Gosh. was it um but she was basically talking about like I think she made some mention of like when people died like the things that people reported remembering was the small oh the simple sound. things like the oh the door kid. yes yes yeah that, that's huge yes so you, she used an example of um a, a four-year-old mm-hmm. that died and and the do- the kid would always slam the door, mm-hmm. and the parents, once the kid was gone, were slamming the door intentionally yeah. to get that kind of you like know they miss to, it yeah they to miss, miss that it. little stupid little thing that, that was, was annoying to uh-huh. them um, yes. because now their son is gone and they would do anything to have that back yes I was like, oh, oh I know, I know. <laughs> that was huge. That that was a, a good moment. And, <laughs> and yeah, a heavy, wanna, yeah. yeah, heavy moment. It's a heavy moment, but um, but I think it gets its point across. Yes. So you, you have know. to appreciate, not all the time. Right. I mean, we exhausting to appreciate. <laughs> oh, I just pooped. I'm so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, shit. If, no, no. Okay, let's think about this though. But if you're like dying of, you know what I mean, or like well, really struggling with illness and you can't take a shit. Yeah, true. Okay, I like, and you just wish you could. Yeah, be, be and grateful. so that's the thing, right? It's kind of like putting it into perspective and that gratitude. But yes. yes, we all we come away from that. Life yeah. gets busy. We take some things for granted. All of those things. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, very true. Um, what are the things? Oh, and I loved. Uh, when she said, uh, "My story is a privilege to hear." Mm, to hear, to hear. Oh, okay, yes. I thought you said where. No, to hear. <laughs> no. And to where? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, and I keep hearing that a lot everywhere. Not only from her. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we all have our own story. Yes. We own it to the world because we're all different and unique, yes. and we all have our our own way to um up, give something to the world. Yes, right? I just got a vision. <gasps> what is your vision? The Francesca Basso, oh. Lance Steiner story. <gasps> yes. In well, a book. <laughs> I don't think I'll put my last name. Oh, Sean, <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> Maybe I'll put B-L. So nobody gets offended. Uh, it's because it's so freaking long. It's okay, it's okay. It, it is my fault, though, because I could have just picked one last name, but I was like, no, I cannot lose well, my Well, mine, too, is long. Romero I know, Johnson. I know, like, yeah. I know. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, it'll come, Um, in a book or audio book but I think that it's right that's so important and like they say um, everybody's like you said everybody's story is unique and so the way that you tell it even the way that you share it I know know, the little touches along with it I know everybody's different so just do whatever the hell you want to do basically (laughs) right like don't be afraid of doing whatever you want to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you want to go be a doctor 
you know, why not go mm -hmm. be a doctor? Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be a little expensive, but you know, <laughs> if you plan it out right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what else? Oh my gosh, look. And oh, one of my notes too. I think she finished that. Finished with show up, be seen without knowing the outcome. That yeah, that's vulnerability. Yes. That's, because that's when vulnerability. she finished and she said she talked about the story of um the story of uh, her daughter mm -hmm. right that yes. she was scared of a competition she didn't want to swing swim swim swim. Swim. <laughs> swim and at the end she um participated in the competition but Actually, she wasn't in the competition, right? That's what. No, that's what she, well, she she actually did show up for it. She showed up for she it, but showed up she, for at it. the end, so right. nobody else was competing at the time. Well, that she, well, she has started. I believe the way I took it was she has started, but because she was uh, slower, everyone had just kind of by you know passed her. I thought I thought it was that she, the yeah that her the competition was done and then she jumped no i, okay. I took it as she was still in okay that's and better. that she was just slower <laughs> okay and then she thought oh i'm ahead okay okay but she really wasn't okay good but she yes. still finished it because initially she wasn't going to because of all the fear yes. okay so your way of <laughs> i think processing it i think it's way better than mine that's what i took <laughs> um yeah so that mm -hmm. right and then the phrase that she told her, her to her daughter was like, you know, basically you show up, you win. Yes. I love that. Right? Because idea. she even, oh, she cried, Whoa. right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you show up, you're winning. Yeah. Because you're beating up your fear. Yes. Yes. High five. We're high five. I know. We're high five. Right I love that. And that spoke to me too. Because, you know, mm -hmm. so the boys for the past two years have been on a swim team. Mm -hmm. And Jace being on the spectrum, mm -hmm. it was kind of like a big, scary, oh gosh, we're going to put, you know, this is not a special swim team. It's a community, you know. And so it's like, okay, how will that work out? How will he fit in? How mm -hmm. will he look? You know, like all these things you worry about. As a mom and him even having his own concerns and thoughts mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But guess what? Like he showed up and he did it mm -hmm. and we still, you know, had gone through and, and done it. And so anyway, kind of her, her specifically using swim and all that, I could relate to mm -hmm. some of that. Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like it wasn't about him like winning a, a prize or, you know, anything like that, but showing up yes. and doing it. And, yes. and continuing yes. to practice it and, and learn yeah. to feel good about it. And if they're not good, they're not good. Right. But they tried it. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. huge. I think it that was, was really, really, good. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Her special. Um, I don't know if there's any more to come. I know. I'm hoping. I was, I, for some reason, I thought there would be more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there is. But, you know, she did actually, somewhere I saw, she made some hint. But depending oh. on how this goes, they may do another one. Oh, cool. So maybe there'll be like a little series yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, nice. So for sure, if you haven't already, BreneBrown.com, um, you know, there's books. Like I said, I've read three of them. I like to do the audio books because it's her actually reading them. and I. Just she actually has a pretty voice. Like that. No, she I does. I like the tone of her yeah, voice. Yeah, I like her delivery yeah. and all of yeah. that too. Um, and there's tons of videos on YouTube if you wanted to kind of 
you know, look for some more of her work. Yeah, she works um, a lot with Oprah too. So whatever yeah. you, if you follow Oprah, Oprah always mm-hmm. has something about yeah, her. Yeah, and right, mm-hmm. those Super Soul Sundays they've done yeah. and master classes and things. What do you have there? So yeah, so I have something I just, because there's a quote she, I mean, she has talked about over and over again and she mentioned it again in this series and I just think it's good and I want to see. You can read it real quick. So this is um, The Man in the Arena by Theodore Roosevelt that uh, Brene Brown mentions very often in her work. So it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, she freaking memorized it. I know, and she did it so well, too. (laughs) She memorized it and yeah. I know. It's really well, good. Um, it was amazing to watch that, I have to say. So everybody go watch it. Yeah, and let Very us inspiring. know your thoughts on it um, on our chat. And even, you know, if you saw it or if you're going to see or anything you want to talk about with uh, Brene's work. Yeah, reach us out. You can uh, shoot us an email at fofwpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. I think I said it right. <laughs> And uh, or you can send us a message on Instagram, F O F W Podcast. Um, just you know, reach out, let us know what you think. Um, you have other thoughts, ideas, comments. Um, but next week we're gonna be probably talking about another author. Yeah, something. so it looks It'll like be a surprise. Yeah, yeah, we're we're taking on something um, that kind of inspired us from this talk. Yes. So we'll keep you posted, but we might be. Um, Getting into some, some good stuff. A little shit. deeper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Have a good... Oh, and tomorrow's Mother's Day. That's right. Happy Mother's Day. But happy this Mother's will be Day. after Mother's Day. So, hope oh, you yeah. had a happy Mother's Day. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Yes. <laughs> hope you had an awesome weekend. <laughs> that's right. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>